Welcome everyone to Check Out MPL, our podcast. Um, today we have a very special guest. It's um, Rebecca Kordatsky, um, a very longtime resident in Melton, 47 years. She taught 19 years in the Melton School District. But Rebecca, do you want to introduce yourself? Kind of talk about um, living in Melton, teaching in the schools. We, live, we moved here in 1973 when we got married, after we got married. And we live right across in the middle school. And at that point, I knew I would never, ever, ever touch junior high. <laughs> well, <laughs> somewhere along the line, I figured out, oh, they're kind of interesting. And, and then I began to fall in love with them. I'm certified K-8. Okay. And so they can put me wherever they want. And it would be my plan to do a good job and enjoy it. But really and truly, eighth grade is my favorite, which gives me kind of a claim to fame of, you're strange. <laughs> but yeah, they are. I'm the teen librarian here at the library, and working with that age group is difficult, but it's rewarding at the same time. So Oh, they're so much fun. Oh, yeah, they are. They are. <laughs> they're hilarious. They're very hilarious. Um, so you're here with us today because you have recently wrote a book called Loving Him More Through Darkest Valleys, Sisters Challenged Cancer in Two-Part Harmony. Um, so I kind of want to talk about that book, if you want to give us a little summary of the book. Okay, the book is really about refusing to let cancer ruin your life. Uh, it's a two-part story. The first part chronicles my older sister's life as she challenged pancreatic cancer for a year and a half, uh, refusing to let it be more powerful than love or friendship or faith. Mm -hmm. The uh, second part is, is kind of my story, and I share my journeys in challenging cancer, uh, which have been numerous. Uh, and one of my goals is to share an unexpected and seldom mentioned aspect of cancer, and that is the meaningful opportunities for uh, increased understanding, compassion, peace, and happiness. I love, it. I love the bells in the background is kind of added to that. <laughs> I love it. Very good timing. <laughs> um, so you kind of talked about what inspired you to write this book. So has this been kind of like a thought that you had in the back of your mind to write this book for a while? What kind of prompted you to write it? Uh, no, I really didn't start out to write a book. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I love being retired and the, the opportunity to, to choose more of my focus on on what I need to be doing. Mm -hmm. And I knew that I needed to challenge myself in my writing. I, I enjoy the uh, Ask Grandma column that I write for the Courier once in a while. And, and I, I love words anyway, and trying to find the right word to fit what I want to say. So I needed to challenge myself and to push myself and write something longer. Okay. Uh, so initially, I decided that, okay, what do I, what can I do? Well, Nancy had already, I already had Nancy's thoughts. And so I thought, well, I can edit those, you know, and write a, an introduction, a conclusion, or a prologue and an afterword mm -hmm. and do those kinds of things. Yeah, I could do that. So, and I wanted to honor my sister uh, and share her journey with others because she refused to let cancer overcome her life. Mm -hmm. 
uh, while writing her part, several of my friends urged me to include my story of challenging cancer. And my first reaction, and several times my reaction was, well, what story do I have? Right. And then I realized, uh, you know, I didn't think my story was anything special or I would have a message to give people. Then I realized that, okay, I've had seven different kinds of cancer and I'm still ornery. So that means that maybe I have some legitimacy in what I have to say. I've been there. Mm -hmm. and, and I have a really strange outlook and that I don't hate cancer. And you're supposed to. Mm -hmm. And I've been that route, you know, and you join all of the walk for life and all this because you're going to eradicate this evil from the world. I know what I'm talking about. Yes, I've been there, mm -hmm. but I, I don't hate it. And uh, so then I realized that my story is about refusing to let cancer overwhelm my life. Yes. And so I jumped into the deep end of the pool and had to swim hard. <laughs> yeah. So with your sister's story, was that her journals, like her own words and everything then? You just kind of... They were her own words, okay. yes. That's awesome. Uh, at her church, they have an open mic time every Sunday for sharing with the, the congregation. And, uh, you know, those were her family and friends. And so every week she felt like she needed to thank them for their friendship and their love and their prayers and give them an update. She also shared encouraging words with them every week that something that had encouraged her during the week and shared with them. So those were uh, recorded audio. And then before she died, I'm not sure who, but a group, or I hope it was a group, took the audio and transcribed them into print. Now, hopefully they used a, a voice to text, but even so, that was a, an astonishing task yes. in my book. And so then we had those. So that's what I started with. That's awesome. That's awesome. It's great that you had that from her. Oh yes, absolutely. <laughs> so obviously you had your own, you had your journey and everything, but did you learn anything while writing this book? <laughs> oh yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> uh, the, the first, the whole journey took about a year and a half. Okay. The, the first six months was editing Nancy's journal, ideas, thoughts, whatever they were. Mm -hmm. and, and then the second was writing my story. And that was really challenging. I had to write and rewrite and go back and mm -hmm. I had to really work at it. Now, don't tell my students that I actually worked at writing. <laughs> okay, good. I knows what it, how hard it is. <laughs> I, that's part of why I keep writing is because I enjoy that challenge. Mm -hmm. and that, that's, I think that's a sign of I need to do it. I don't have this push that it, they come out whether I want them to or not. I have to pull them out. Pull them out. Yes. But it was really a challenge to write my story because it's heavy and it's hard. Yeah. And that wasn't my point. Right. <laughs> and so it took me quite a while to find my voice. I, I really liked 
the end result. It's, it's very conversational, mm -hmm. just like you and I are sitting down having a conversation. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and so it's, you know, if you want to feel heavy about it, I suppose you can, yeah. but I don't think, I don't think you will. Yeah. Did you have like people review it for you or kind of read along with you to kind of see if that voice is there or was it kind of like a personal project that you didn't let anybody look at first before it was published? <laughs> I had a few friends that that listened to me as I, I talked about this or that or the mm -hmm. other, and, and I would say, okay, this is kind of what I want to say, but am I saying it with these words? Right. Uh, when I was just about done, then I I called on another person who, who writes very well and said, um, I'm stuck. You know, the whole creative process I mean, that's the creative process is just yeah. to keep going. And, and when you're stuck, you just keep going. You don't moan and wail and think all is lost. Right. I mean, you'd like to, but right. you, you <laughs> kind of have to like step away maybe for a little bit, then come back to it. Right. Yeah. 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 Uh, so I just really appreciated that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the, the publishing process was about six months. And oh my, the learning curve was really steep on that. Yeah. Uh, the publisher. Like how you, yeah. How did you like find a uh, publisher, a publisher, or how was that process? Uh, this is self-published. Okay. And I decided oh, this is a, a project I needed to do. Mm -hmm. And years ago, I. I started learning about the publishing process and how you go about getting a publisher and everything. And, and years ago, it was overwhelming. Now it seems even more so because you start by getting an agent. Yes. Uh, where do I start to find an agent in right. Milton, Wisconsin? <laughs> how do I find one that's going to advocate for me? How do I find one that, I, mean, I don't even, I'm sure it's expensive. And how do I trust someone that I don't know? Right. And so I decided to go with uh, self-publishing. I haven't taken any cruises, so this is kind of what I would do instead of a cruise. Yes. That sounds kind of strange. Yes, it does. I do well. <laughs> right? <laughs> Made you happy, so. <laughs> their own, you know. Yeah. Uh, and with self-publishing, or at least the publisher I went with, Westbo Press, they uh, have the author be integrally involved with the whole process. That's, yeah, that's probably a different experience than if you have a bigger publisher house. So that's, yeah, yeah that's yeah. awesome. And uh, so like I had all these forms to fill out and and I looked at it, I don't know how to do this. So, but I just step by step, I, okay, I can do this little part. Mm -hmm. and then I had to do this and then this. And uh, the one that really stumped me was uh, what is the cover going to look like? I don't know. You're supposed to do that for me. <laughs> but my coordinator kept asking that question. And finally, I figured, oh, she wants me to answer that. And <laughs> mm -hmm. so I'll, I'll try to think about it. And they gave me like a million pictures to choose from. And so then, and it was really good. I'm, I, 
I'm very glad that they had that process. Yeah, that's kind of unheard of, I think. I think authors sometimes just are given a, a cover. They don't have much say into it. So that's great that you had that part in it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and that's part of, you know, when I look at the book, it's just, it's, it says mm -hmm. what I wanted, even though I didn't know what I wanted it to say. Right. <laughs> so that, that's, yeah. but that's been good. Mm -hmm. You know, so we stay fresh when we are challenged. Right. Yeah. So you picked out the cover design and you had the book, like how was it when you first got that first copy of your book? It was just kind of, uh, <laughs> <laughs> <What's this? laughs> um, yeah, it, it just was hard to comprehend. Yeah. I bet all that work put into it and emotions and everything into this. Yeah. Part. Yeah. And it's been interesting. I've had a few people now say, Oh, you're an author. I'm, just me right <laughs> you know you're just you with a book <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's awesome yeah, I did have to after I got the book I had to decide whether to accept the label of author or not mm -hmm. uh, do I hide in my cave like I like to reading more books even writing maybe mm -hmm. or do I take part in getting the message out and I had to ask myself, what, what's the scope of what I did? What was the reason I did it? Mm -hmm. and, I, and I wrote this because I needed to share a story. And if I hide in my cave, then at least for my part, I'm closing the door. Right. And I haven't finished sharing the story. Where it goes from here is out of my hands. Mm -hmm. But I do, I still have to be part of that at least for a while. Yeah. Just to let people know that's out there and the yeah. book has found a home here at the library. So it'll be available to check out the library. So that's pretty awesome to, you have to come see it on the shelf or something here at the library. <laughs> I will do that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in the library. Yeah. How cool is that? <laughs> and told wow. me that, that you could get my book in the United Kingdom too. Oh, so that's really, yeah, that's really cool that. So many people out are reading your book. I think that's kind of fun to think about, you know, like your words are being read by somebody else. Well, I mean, obviously your words have been read by in the newspaper and everything. Um, was that like a different writing process, obviously, from what you write for the newspaper, what you wrote for this book? You oh, just differently? longer. Just, yeah. long. just longer. Okay. And, and my audience was different. Yep. Okay. The, uh, the book is really more intimate mm -hmm. because I'm just talking to you in my book mm -hmm. and uh, it, my part of it is four different conversations okay and so the first one we're out walking some trails probably at Devil's Lake or something like that you know I don't label a place but yeah. and the second one we're out in a paddle boat like on Storrs Lake is what was in my mind Mm -hmm. uh, the third, we visit my grandparents' house, which surprised me. I, I didn't know that's where we were going, but yeah, you suggested <laughs> so I'm, okay, let's go. I'd love to show you my grandparents' house. <laughs> and then the fourth one, we're at a coffee shop. Okay. That's awesome. Do you have plans? Seeing that you went through all this whole pro the process and everything, you have a finished project. Um, do you plan on writing more? 
do you think? I will keep writing. Keep writing. And in fact, yeah, I, uh, that's kind of what's rumbling around on the back burner right now. I've actually got a couple, well, and I've had a, a few people that I haven't talked to about writing really encourage me to keep writing and be very specific about what they appreciated about my writing. Mm -hmm. And so that's made me stop and think, oh, I didn't think that was special. It's, that's just me. Okay, right. you enjoyed that. It, it talked to you then, okay, I, I need to be open to whatever. Uh, so I'm, I'm playing with two different ideas and who knows what's gonna happen, sure. Right. But each of them focus around a passion that I have. Um, I have a passion for loving life and caring about people. And uh, one of my personal challenges is to write more uh, free verse. Okay, yeah. It's not really poetry because it doesn't rhyme. Yep. But it's got the conciseness of poetry yes. and the challenge of finding just the exact right word to create an image and to talk about what we have in common. And some of the free, a few of the free verse verses that I've written are really pretty powerful. Okay. And I, I hesitate to say that because it sounds like I'm tooting my horn, but at the uh, same time, when <laughs> <laughs> I step back and I read it, I go, whoa, yeah. that, that has a strong message. Mm -hmm. So that tells me, okay, you need to push yourself, play with that kind of thing. Uh, the second idea that I'm playing with goes along with my passion for helping students uh, learn more effectively and helping them find their strengths. Yeah. I just get real excited about that. And uh, so I'm, I'm playing with a way of finding, playing with finding a way to encourage parents who want to ignite passion for learning in their child. I love that. Uh, parents need all the help they can get and and I have different ways of looking th at things than mm -hmm. than the normal and so that's kind of what I'm playing with right there that's awesome I think okay. that sounds like two great things and I can't wait to see what comes out of it um, do you have any suggestions for aspiring authors I mean you've taught students obviously for 19 years and you encourage them to write and um, explore themselves. So kind of what do you have any suggestion for someone who wants to maybe try out this process or they have ideas in their heads and they want to get it out there? Yeah, I think the first thing, and this is strange, but then I come up with strange things anyway, is to <laughs> rejoice in your dippy first draft. I love it. Uh, that has been, I'd say in the last four years, that's really been what I've been learning is just sit down and get started and expect my first draft to be thrown out. Right, not the best, yes. Yeah. Uh, very often your first draft look nothing like the end product, but it's a place to start. Uh, a second piece of advice would be to uh, be patient and let the creative process work yeah uh, just the creative process is messy 
and and so you get in the middle of it and you just don't see your way clear uh, I didn't really let my students do that too much because <laughs> they had to do an outline and they had to this but yeah that uh, that would be fun it wouldn't yeah we'll see whether I but that that's really an important part of it yeah I mean I I knew what my message was, but I didn't know how I was going to get there. Yeah, I just kind of had to let take its time and hopefully it will come to you eventually. It doesn't happen overnight. Like, right. you can't write a book overnight. Oh. <laughs> or have success overnight. No, you certainly can't. <laughs> um, so that's awesome. Um, thank you so much, Rebecca, for um, sitting down with me and talking about your book. Like I said, it's going to be available at the library. Um, are you doing any other? I saw that you had a event on 4th of July. You're signing your book. Do you have anything else coming up? Um, with your book? Yes, yeah, sometime. I don't know when. It depends on Things. gathering. <laughs> yeah. uh, I will have a book launch party. That's awesome. Uh, because how often in your life do you get to hold a book launch party? Exactly. And you have to go all out and you just can't. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you have <Yeah>. to. <laughs> and, and I've just been, I mean, I love the Milton community yeah. and the community has been so supportive that, you know, I just want to share it'll be a time of celebrating community really yes for sure. uh, but on the fourth of july i did a, a first peek on our lawn just so mm -hmm. like there it's done mm -hmm. because otherwise i was in a quandary do i tell people it's out do i not tell people what do i wait you know and I, okay it's it's out and i can officially talk about it now yeah <laughs> Um, and then I'm I'm just going to be open to opportunity. Yes. I mean, I can see a lot of situations where I would enjoy meeting with a group and talking about a topic that we would all mm -hmm. have an interest in it. Uh, maybe during Cancer Awareness Week, have yeah. something at the library, a, a yep. cancer support meeting. Yep, I was going to offer the library for anything you want to do. So keep us in mind when all this craziness it goes away um, and we can safely do something like that. I think that would be amazing for sure. Yeah, well, thank you so much for meeting with me. And um, we look forward to hearing more about what you're writing and um, having that in our library. Do you have anything else you want to say to our wide audience? <laughs> no, I just appreciate the chance to... Yeah start getting the word out and if I can be of support to people because of my experience then that that makes you know having cancer seven times okay yeah um, and I I hate to waste a nasty experience I like it thank well thank you so much and I'm sure many many people appreciate your willingness to share your story with with your words thank you ashley yeah, thank you